Hi, welcome to the Bridge Podcasts. We hope you enjoy the following message. For more information on all that's happening at the Bridge Church, please visit www.bridge-church.com. So we're also preparing um, our heart for communion. Um, And, you know, I'm I'm very aware, as I said, that there are so many people that have been, um, that have had to work through infection, different viral stuff, all sorts of stuff. A lot of people who um, were getting treatment can't get their treatment right now. We have some doctors in the church in here, and um, one of our doctors was just sharing some of the things that he has to deal with. And it's not easy for them. It's not easy for them. It's not easy for people. And, um, but it's where we're at. But if we can get established in our hearts that God's word is health and healing to all our flesh. God's word is life to those who find it. God's word is health and healing to all our flesh. How many of you believe that this morning? You know, it says in the psalm, he sent his word and he healed them. And at the cross, we have so much to be thankful for because um, when, remember I said last week that we've got to see ourselves hidden in Christ. We've got to look at that group picture and look for ourselves in Jesus when he took our sin and bore our diseases on the cross. He did that for you so that you wouldn't have to do it. And we need to be established in that. We need to know for a fact. We have to have our heart established. We have to have our faith established. We have to know some things. Um, we know that death and disease came through sin. I'll, I won't go into all of that, but that's how death and disease, they go hand in hand, and they came through sin. But through the blood, because there's life in the blood, we can have new life in the blood. It says in Leviticus 7.14, For it is the life of all flesh. Its blood sustains its life. You shall, and I said to the children of Israel, you shall not eat the blood of any flesh, for the life of all flesh is in its blood. Whoever eats it shall be cut off. The life of all flesh is in its blood. You know, you hear people, well, they died of a heart heart attack or heart disease, but really they died because the blood didn't get to the heart. When your heart fails, it fails to pump the blood. When your arteries are blocked, it stops the blood. The life is in the blood. In Hebrews 4, it says that the word of God is quick and powerful sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing even the, the, the joints and the marrow, the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow. The marrow is where the blood is produced. And God's word will get to the marrow of your marriage. It'll get to the marrow of your relationship problems. 
God's word will get to the marrow of depression. It will get to the center of wherever it is needed. We need to understand that because there's life in the blood. Jesus said that we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In other words, we need to be feeding our spirit. We need to be feeding our spirit. We can't just come once a week on a Sunday and say buffet today. (laughs) Buffet time at the bridge. The bridge buffet. Come and have all your needs met. Take your pick. We have joy here. Oh, I'll have some of that. Yeah. Oh, and we've got healing. Oh, I'll have some of that. Oh, we've got deliverance here. Oh, I, I definitely need that. You know, whatever. It's, but you know, how many of you know that if you eat a buffet once a week, it's not going to give you much strength or energy or sustain you? No, we have to eat every day and we plan for that. We've got our shopping lists and um, everything we need. We're going to go, we've got it all planned what we're going to eat. Well, Friday night's takeaway night. Friday night's used to be fish and chip night. I remember that. I've got some <laughs> close, my, my, my sister, Friday night. I used to love visiting on a Friday night at the farm. It was fish and chip night. <laughs> you know, or, or we go out, it's Saturday, or we go out for lunch Sunday, but we plan so much to feed the body. But what about the spirit? What about the spirit? To be established in the word to be established in these things, we've got to feed ourselves. We've got to take the Word of God every day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, it should be, it's always, you know, for me, you know, it's always there in my mind. There isn't an hour goes by, but I'm not thinking in some scriptures been coming back to me. Now, does that mean that there's times when I don't feed my spirit? Oh, yeah. There's been times when I haven't, and I make excuses. How many of us do that? And I've just been so busy, you know, I've just no had time. But, you know, God knows. Oh, yeah, God knows. You know, yeah, he does. <laughs> you know, but we have the responsibility to, and that's where our strength comes from. You want to be strong. You want to have energy. How many of you feel, I wish I had more energy? You know, they talk about this long COVID. And one of the deals with long COVID is people feel very weak. And they don't feel they've got energy. And you know, as you get more mature in life, we don't do old in this church, okay? Tell your neighbor we don't do old. We definitely don't do old. Yeah. We're the young at heart. Yeah? Our heart is fixed, established. I'm actually on half of my message here, actually. I'm actually going to some of it. Um, (laughs) I'll work between it. I'll work between it. It's all good. It's all good. But, um, you know, we need to be established in these things because I want strength. I need strength. I need energy, not only for me, but how can we help someone? if we're just barely getting by. 
And a lot of us just think, well, I just don't, you know, I don't like to ask for too much. And we feel that we've been so spiritual. I just don't like, you know, I just don't think, you know, just as long as I've got enough to get by. How selfish is that? If we just have enough for us and enough to get by, how in the world are we going to help Pastor Fred in Ukraine? How are we going to reach out? How are we going to um, mobilize as a church and get out there and make disciples, reach the lost, tell the good news? Don't put your hand up, but how many of you have this week invited someone to come to church with you? Don't put your hand up. But we should be mobilizing. Every one of you has a gift. Every one of you has a talent. God-given. It's part of your DNA, part of that bloodline, your personality, all of that. And that was given you so that you could take your place. God knew that you would choose Jesus. He knew that. It wasn't by accident. So that you could take your place and be part of that mobilization that's going to get the kingdom gospel out there and make a difference. We should be trying to take as many people with us as we can to heaven. I love what Reinhard Bonnke says. I remember, Gary might remember this, when we were in Africa, we had Reinhardt come and do a, a campaign for us at our church in Middleburg. And he came there, and I remember him saying, we will plunder hell and populate heaven. Hallelujah. What an amazing man. Millions. Millions. In the early days, I remember we, um, in, was it 91 when Billy Graham came to Glasgow? I think it was 1990 or 1991. We had just started the church in 87. We were only going two or three years. And we decided we're going to hire a double-decker bus. And we're going to take this bus up to, it was in Parkhead, or Parkhead as they say. And um, we were going to fill that bus. We didn't, you know, it was, we, we didn't think about what it was going to cost. We just, and you know, for five days we filled that bus. And we said to people, there's no charge. If you want to donate, you can, but you don't have to. And many people, some of the families still in this church today got saved because we were focused in the harvest mobilizing, established in the Word, and fulfilling what God had called us to do, establish a church and co-winning. Co-winning. Yes. Nowhere else. Co-winning, establish. So we went up to Erin. I remember um, we had a great time up there. Billy Graham was amazing. People got saved. We came back, and we got the bill in from, I can't remember what bus company, and it was nearly 500 pounds. I think it was 520 or something like that. We didn't have any money. <laughs> and that same week, a friend of ours who lived in San Luis Obispo, we, he was a friend of ours from South Africa, we got a check in the mail 
He said, I was just thinking about you, and I felt impressed to send you this money. It was exactly 520 pounds. Established in the word, established, God will supply our needs according to his riches and glory. Established in when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all the other stuff that we need will be given to us. You see, you want to get excited, you want energy, you want strength, you want to be successful. You want all of that. You want to see your family prosper. Focus on the kingdom. Give God first place. Put your energy into that. See, every soul is precious. I shared with you from Proverbs, he who wins souls is wise. Hallelujah. I feel it doing a bonky. (laughs) Wonderful men. The men, the generals that have gone before us, that have paid the price. Hallelujah. And yet there was an even greater price paid for every one of us at the cross, the precious blood of Jesus. It's the most precious commodity in the world. And it was given for you because God loved you so much. We need to be established in these facts. I've got some points here. I won't go into it. So we need to be established. We need to know what belongs to us. You know, I've got a, a mobile phone. Okay. And um, it's got a lot of stuff on it. But I don't know everything that I've got on that phone. It's got apps on it that I haven't even opened because I don't know how to work them. (laughs) And there's probably great things. I remember my husband saying one time, you know, you're sitting there typing, why don't you speak to the thing? (laughs) I remember mom, she was so funny. We had got her uh, 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 (laughs) app, Alex, and she, she would say, uh, when she spoke to Surrey, she would say, thank you, Surrey. <laughs> Surrey, would you please? <laughs> Precious. But, you know, we've got, unless you know what you've got, you don't get the benefits. You can have a car with a sat-nav and have it for years and not know it's got a sat-nav. I know somebody that had a car with a sat-nav and didn't know and used to put their Google Maps on every time, but we'll move right along. So, (laughs) you know, there's a saying, life's tough, but it's tougher when you're stupid. (laughs) But you see, we need to be established in these things. We need to be established um, and know that the Holy Spirit indwells us, that we need to be established in that fact. The Holy Spirit lives in us wherever we go, He goes. It says in Philippians 2.13 that we need that um, God works in us to will and do His good pleasure. He's working in us to do His good pleasure. 1 John 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcame them because greater is He who is. 
in you than he who is in the world. We have the greater one in us. We are the temple of Holy Spirit. So we need to have that established as a fact, that we are conscious that Holy Spirit is in us. We need to know what the Word of God is to us and what Father intended it to be for us, because the Word is the food of the recreated Spirit. I shared that. We don't live by bread alone. You know, um, and our heart needs to be established on that. I cannot stress the importance of the word because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, you could take the word of God as the evidence of things not seen. The word of God is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The Word paints a picture. So the Word is important, and our heart has to be established on that. Psalm 112. When your heart is established on that, you are not afraid of evil tidings. Because the Word of God says, I'll supply your needs. Amen? I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to protect you. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. Now, I could, you know, there's a whole teaching that you could share on the established heart. But you know, the Word of God says in Proverbs that we need to guard our heart with all diligence, for out of the heart flows the issues of life. And what's the issues of life? The very thing that brings you life or death, the issues. The very thing that concerns you flow from your heart. So you've got to guard it with all diligence. Don't let anything into your heart that's going to taint what you believe or taint who you are in Christ he will not be afraid until he, um, until he sees his desires upon his enemies. We don't need to fear because we have faith in the word of God. It has substance. You know, you've heard Pastor Bernie talk about the super collider in Brussels. They actually got this big, and what they took was sound bites for all the scientists in here. And they, they filled and they put this thing and it's huge and at, at such a speed. And those sound bites actually produced substance. They actually produced substance that they could feel, see, and touch just from sound bites. But we knew that. We knew that from Genesis, and God said, let there be light. And God said, and God said, God created something from nothing. From darkness, God created light. How did he do it? He said. Jesus said in Mark 11, whosoever shall say to this mountain, What's the mountain in your life? Is it lack? Is it sickness? Is it depression? Is it weakness? 
What's the mountain in your life? Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his, where? His heart, but believes that those things that he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatever he says. I don't think Jesus could have put it any clearer for us. Got to watch your words. Job says that the things we greatly fear can come upon us because fear attracts. Faith repels. You take the shield of faith. So whenever fear tries to come on, or thoughts that would cause you to worry, you take the shield of faith, and you say, my heart is steadfast, trusting in God. I will not be afraid of evil tidings. A thousand may fall at my one hand, and at 10,000 at the other, it won't come near me. No plague will come near my dwelling. God, I'm casting my cares on him because he cares for me. Devil, you're a liar. You're Get, trying to get me to doubt my salvation. I've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. On that cross, he gave his blood for me so that I could be redeemed, so that I could know him, so that I would have a place in heaven. Hallelujah. You need to have that established in your heart. Hmm? And don't listen to the naysayers. Oh, I don't know about that stuff. I tried that stuff once, that faith stuff. Oh, yeah, I've tried that one. I tried that one time and it didn't work. Well, it wasn't established in your heart and you tried it. You live it. I don't know, from 1979, I don't know any other way to live. From 1979, I've lived by faith. I never said I live perfectly. I never said I got everything right. And I, what, I, what I said was I've lived by faith. Because deep in my knower, I know that God loves me. I know that he loves you. I know that he loves this church. I know that he loves this nation. I know that deep in there. You can't get me to say any different. I've lived by faith. I've walked by faith. I've trusted God. That's what faith is. It's got substance. It's not just what I believe. It's not a religious thing. It's not religion. It's life. Hallelujah. We need to get that understanding. Are you getting something this morning? Okay. So, and we also need to know the power available in the name of Jesus. John 16, 24, before now you ask nothing in my name, ask and you will receive. Mark 16, and these signs shall follow those who believe in my name. You need to know the power in the name of Jesus. They'll cast out demons. They'll take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They'll lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall 
recover. I believe that. I believe in the laying on of hands. This church believes on the laying on of hands. And the sick shall recover. You might say, well, you know that I've seen people getting prayed for and they didn't always recover. Well, they shall recover. Amen. When you pray, every one of you can pray for the sick. Are you a believer? It didn't say every pastor that lays hands on the sick. It said every believer that lays hands on the sick, the sick shall recover. Have you got hands? Oh, you need somebody that's sick. In the name of Jesus. Your responsibility ends there. And it's, it's with God to confirm his word. And it goes on to say, and God, and they went out based on that, the Lord working with them, confirming his word with signs following. What were the signs following? You know, when, when Pastor Bernie was last in Ukraine, he, um, I don't know if Gary was with him that time, when he prayed for the wee deaf boy, they've got it on video, the wee boy was born deaf. He'd never heard. And he was praying for people in um, the night before when he prayed for the sick, that the, the church was, wasn't full, there was hardly anybody there, but he prayed for a man who got his healing. So the next night, they couldn't get in. It was packed. Everybody was jam-packed because they'd heard about the healing. And um, he, you know, he asked if people wanted healing to come forward. And this gran came forward with this wee boy. And through the interpreter, they told him that the wee boy was deaf since birth. They'd never heard a thing. So um, Pastor Bernie said, so are you his mother? No, I'm his grandmother. He said, is his mother here? He said, yes. He said, tell her to come. So the mother came down with the wee boy. Pastor Bernie laid hands on the wee boy. And the wee boy's ears were opened. And he heard it's on video. You know, people will say, well, you know, that's okay, but have you seen that? Yeah, we've seen the blind eyes opened. Did a lot of ministry work in Africa and here in Scotland. We had a woman walked into a meeting one night, a midweek meeting, who had multiple sclerosis. We didn't know that. She came in on sticks, walking sticks. We had the meeting that night. Someone had brought her. At the end of the meeting, we just joined hands to close in prayer. We used to have midweek meeting on a Tuesday night in those days. I'm sharing this because this was here in Kowinning. Okay. This is why I'm sharing this. So anyway, the next thing, this lady falls. And I remember my sister-in-law, Isabel, was there that night. Carol was there. She was a nurse. And the lady was, we thought she was choking. So Carol ran to get her water. Now, this woman's never been in a church service before. She could hardly walk. Okay? And we're, we're, all we're doing is closing in prayer. We're not laying out. We're just closing in prayer. What had happened was she'd got totally healed. She was trying to tell us that she had feeling in her feet. She'd never had that. She got totally healed and baptized in the Holy Ghost and come up speaking in tongues. Inkle winning in a wee club that used to be in Claremont Avenue. 
And that lady, it was actually mom, our mum that got her house. It had rails right around the house. She was able, she totally healed, never had it again. Amen. Amen. You see, that has to be established. God will confirm his word with signs following. All you have to do is trust in his word, believe it, be established in that fact. Amen. Hallelujah. No, you've got to know that and you have the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. So you take the name of Jesus. Um, don't, don't be established in weakness. Be established in faith. Don't be established in stress. Don't be established in fear. So many people are fearful, stressed, don't know what's going to happen. No, you be established in the word of God and faith. What's the worst that can happen to a believer? You go and be with Jesus. You go and be with Jesus. Hallelujah. But once you go there, it's too late to take anybody else with you. My husband always used to say, there's no pockets in a shroud. There's nothing you can take with you <laughs> except people. So we need to be established that we have the name above every name. Um, and, you know, and Peter, and Second Peter, he said that he would never neglect to put us always in remembrance of these things so that when we know them, our heart would be established in the present truth. You know, I think we need reminded of these things. We need reminded that we have the name of Jesus. We need reminded that we can pray for the sick. We need reminded that we can take and speak the word of God and bring life into situations because these are the truth that we need to be established on, not the, not the stuff you're hearing from the media, not the stuff that's been fed to us. We need to take the, feed ourselves on that word. We need to know how God sees us. I spoke about that, that we know how God sees us in Romans 8. It said that he did not spare Jesus, but freely he gave him up. He freely gave him up and delivered him up for all of us. And, and we need to know that he freely gave us all things. Verse 33, who can lay any charge to God's elect? You are God's elect. God justifies who is condemning? It's Christ who has died and who is raised, who sits at the right hand of God and who intercedes for us. Who can separate us from the love of God? <laughs> Persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword. As it's written, for your sake, we're killed all the day long. We're counted as sheep for slaughter. But in all these things, in the middle of what's going on in Ukraine, in the middle of this COVID endemic, yes. endemic, 
Some doctors have declared it's an endemic, not pandemic anymore. In the middle of it all, we can be secure that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. No matter what's been thrown at you, no matter what's happening, he loves us. Nothing can separate you from that. Nothing. And you need to establish yourself on that fact. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, you need to know who's backing you up. You need to know that there's angels go before you, and there's angels behind you. There's angels at your side. You have the shield of faith. You need to know that backing up his word is everything that God is, who he is, and what he has. He will confirm his word with signs following. He will confirm it with signs following. You know, you, it might not look too good, but he knows the end from the beginning. He can take something that doesn't look too good and turn it around for your good. I've had stuff happen to me, and I've thought, oh, I don't really want this to happen. I don't like what's happening. But if I'll trust him, he'll take something good and bring something good out of it. How many of you know that? You can testify to that. Yeah. Some of you sitting here could write a book with great testimonies. You see, Philippians 2.13 says, God is working in you both to will and do of his good. He's working in you. I said that last week. He's perfecting that which concerns you. No one can touch you without touching him. No one can touch the branch without touching the vine because they're one. I am the vine, Jesus said in John 15, 5, and you are the branch. He who abides in me and I in him the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, he's saying, see, without me, can you do anything? Without me, without Jesus, we can do nothing. So when people touch, anybody comes against you, any demon from hell, he's coming against for someone who is much bigger. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. James 2.19, you believe there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe. You see, the demons know that. Yeah. Hallelujah. We need to be established in that truth. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our website, www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.